Okay, so do you need time? Because like, I kind of need to go to the washroom. <laughs> oh shit! You you should you want to go around? Cool. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the first in-person podcast for Star Matsu's podcast. Um, today we are here at the Draper University slash Hero City um, with Shelby Fernan over here, and Hi. she is the founder and CEO of Fly and Fetch. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what to say. Like this, this feels pretty crazy being in this. Uh, box we're in yeah it's not so crazy for me i've been here for quite a long time <laughs> really yeah. like uh so you came back um or you came came here in like what august of this year july actually first day of july no second day of july is when i left and that was when canada started opening too so it was great did uh was it sca- would it have been earlier if it wasn't for like uh coronavirus or like um travel restrictions no I think it, I just came here for like an opportunity from from Draper U, and that's that's that was completely not a plan a few months before until they told me that I got the scholarship. So it's pretty good. Wow, I think that's uh, pretty crazy, right? Like, so how far is Edmonton? That's that's kind of where the company's based out of, right? Edmonton is, I think, around five hours flight ride. So I don't know how far it is. You can just Google Maps it. <laughs> And uh, so the company and everyone else is based in Edmonton, or is it just yes. here in Edmonton? So I have I have a team all over the world. Um, I used to have one in Kenya. Um, I have some people in the Philippines, but most of them are in Edmonton, and I have one in Vancouver as well. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess I'd love to just I guess chat about like what is fly and fetch in your own words, and, and kind of like you know. How do you tell a stranger about the company? Yes, so Fly and Fetch is a modern shipping company is what I call it. People understand it as like the Uber for international shipping. So our mission is to make international shipping cheaper, faster, and friendlier. And how we do that is we hire travelers to transport packages for us. So we give them free flight tickets, and then we take ownership of their luggage space, and then we sell that capacity to our senders. Wow, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. So, like, how long has that been going on for? So we started the company in 2019, November, but that was a different idea back then. It was more of a Craigslist for travelers and senders, and then we did our pivot around December last year. So we started this new business model less than a year. Wow. Uh... How, so how far, how much progress like have you made since like the idea stage like there's there's been quite a quite a lot of new I mean there's just been a lot that's, that's been happening right like with uh, getting people there and getting the whole system to work how like has that experience been um, just now that you think about it yeah I, I feel like because of the pivot that we made and I think that the idea and the concept that we're able to give free flight tickets is very interesting and that and the business model and the profit that we make for shipments and the a little bit of traction that we have despite the COVID-19 yeah. pandemic and its impact on travel I think we're doing really well in terms of traction there's a lot of exciting things we just got investment from Draper University and there's a lot of interest from other venture funds and some angel investors as well and we're just excited for travel to open again and and everyone trying to get organized with like 
vaccine passport and just opening the travel industry and that would just be a big opportunity for us to scale so honestly there's just so much things going on that i couldn't even talk about like yeah, a specific yeah. thing but it's just like we're just growing my team like we just hired like three three new people in my team last week and then we're we're adding like more more shipments more routes more ideas and how we can make our services better so there's just like so much going on and definitely the only way for us right now is like just growth 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 so it's exciting yeah it's it's kind of wild like uh to think about like uh the idea of getting you know a regular passenger or somebody who just has an idea to travel to like a new country and, and saying like we'll pay for your flight but you have to, I guess, give up your cargo space. Uh, did that, um, was there, so like in your mind when you were doing that, was there like anything that you were like doubtful of or like anything you think that was getting in the way of this happening or like was it like more of a smooth, like just? It was yeah. honestly, when we pivoted, it was more of like a pressure from an investor. Really? So we had, actually it was the same investor, DUV. Uh, Draper University Ventures and I was told that okay this is an actual problem uh, international shipping is expensive it's just such like a, a crazy idea of like how how this could be it and we don't have a solution for it so you are going after the right problem but they're your solution they're not very convinced and so they're like we've seen this before and it didn't really work out well so you need to rethink this and so because of that pressure I have to sort of like steer my brain as a CEO of the company. I need to be like, okay, well, if an investor is telling me that, then that means like whatever I'm doing is not working and I need to do it. So I spent at least, I think it was two days of just focus on like brainstorming and how we can restructure our business in a way that, you know, it's just not what we used to do. And what I did was just focus on the problems of our current platform. What are the customers' complaints? What are the stresses? Like, why do you think it's not? And then, and then I came up with like an idea that probably no one would even even think of. Free? Mm -hmm. What if we give free flight tickets? And what if we use that? Is it is it economically viable? Can we make money even for that? And then we created like a a model which works really well for us, and we've just been using that model, and it's just been doing well. Yeah, like uh, it's it's kind of hard to like picture how you give somebody a free flight in exchange for like luggage, but like where does the money or the funding to provide a free flight or pay for the flight for the um, traveler? How how does that how does that process look? So we sell their capacity to package senders, and we just sort of like make a deal with our travelers, and we have some some hub managers. Yeah. I prefer not to say specifically what those are because it really depends on the shipments and what type of structure it is and which where is it going. Mm -hmm. But we have figured out like a structure in which it is scalable and we have like 40% or 30% profit margin for sold out shipment. And also like our break even, you know, we don't have to wait. Like if, if a shipment doesn't sell out, we don't lose a lot of money. And so it's good that like we have a structure that both are okay we don't get too much loss and we also make a lot of money if it's a successful shipment yeah yeah that's really interesting like i think with the uh, travel space there's a lot of improvements that can be made and i think uh in this case it's you know getting somebody else's packages or goods in, in a 
more efficient way that uh, benefits both people. So it's it's really cool. Uh, I think like you know we could talk about your time here at the Draper University and and I guess I mean San Mateo and um, the Bay Area in general now. Uh, so I think like an interesting topic would be like how did you I guess get involved with Draper University? Did you find them or did they find you or? Yeah, so it's sort of like an opportunity after another opportunity after another opportunity, is I would say. So I think it started when I took their online course in fall of 2020, so it's October 2020. And then it was part of the course. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was like so different than other entrepreneurial course or booth camps that I've attended. It's so different, especially we're from Canada. Um, Canada is a little bit conservative and, you know, very uptight on things. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, it was that one was just crazy. And then there was a competition after the program. It was an intense two week every day, a lot of work to do program. And after that, you can pitch an idea, your idea and then have the chance to win. And so I fortunately won both categories. So I was I was a winner for the the audience award. So the audience voted for me. No way. And then there's a judging panel with like Tim Draper, Andy, Azra as the judges, and uh, I think there's like two other people that are judging. And and you won that one too, right? I I was part of the top five. I didn't okay. win the top one, but I was part of the top five for that one as too. And and so it was it was great because like considering that we were the only company was chosen that doesn't have a lot of traction yet. Like most of the company was chosen mm-hmm. are like you know they're either like one like the one that was the one the competition that I was in yeah. was um she's creating COVID nineteen tests. Okay. So it was very, very deep tech. So I'm like, oh, wow, those people completely deserves it. But I worked hard with my pitch and I really brought energy. So I think that was um, one yeah, one yeah. way of like why, you know, they chose my idea. And so because of that, they offered me a scholarship for mm-hmm. the hero training. They call it the hero training and it's physically. Is it also funding or is it like just free hero training? And, and there's like um, No, no, no funding. Just a pure scholarship worth of $12,000. Mm-hmm. And then. That's like, well, there's a chance of you getting funded because there's also another demo day after. So they basically give us like a five-week trainer training, yeah. very intensive here in San Mateo. And I love California. I'm from Canada. <laughs> it's so cold there. But here, like the weather's perfect. San Mateo's weather's perfect. There's no fog. Right, there's no right, wind as right. much. I, so I wish I had that. <laughs> it's so good. Um and I love the mindset. I love uh, just being around entrepreneurs. Like there were 80 of us and everyone was just so positive, very ambitious. There's crazy ideas. And like, it's so good to just know people that are going through great things in life and great things. So that's great. And then the program itself was just really good. I think I think I, I, I would recommend Draper University and Hero Training to anyone. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and part of the hero training included Survival Week. Yes. Um, just hearing about Survival Week from you a little bit earlier yesterday, like, I don't know if I could survive. I mean, I think I, I like to think I would, but can you tell us, like, what Survival Week, you know, what, what you were doing and, like, how it started? Um, yeah, so I think Survival Week is something that they want to do low-key because they don't yeah. want to... <laughs> they don't want to... Um, Surprise! They don't want the people that are attending the program to know what they're going to do in survival week. But essentially, it's a test of physical and mental toughness of every person. Mm-hmm. And also a lot of 
leadership. So the 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 program survival week is about self leadership and a small group leadership. And so yeah, it was pretty intensive, crazy. We have to hike. 78 miles in four days our food budget was only ten dollars per, per person per per no nope, for, for four days ten dollars so seventy dollars for seven person for four days so ten ten dollars for four days for one person that's, that's so like three meals in san francisco i've never <laughs> had so much peanut butter and oatmeal in my life in four days <laughs> oh my god yeah and it was just intense and yeah they exposed us with many activities that measure our toughness like for example i told you height is one of the right. the hardest like i i think my i'm i'm such an acrophobic person like i just i just i'm just scared of height and that really measured me and i think that i went once i got through the height um i guess challenge i was i felt like very powerful like i'm like oh my god i i i got over my fear so that was that was good but there It's so hard to explain it in like 30 minutes. There's just like so many loaded every single day is like yeah. loaded. After the pro after the survival week, I couldn't even remember every single thing that we did because there was so much moments that are just so good. Yeah, yeah. And like, do you think looking back on survival week, that's um, had any impact on your company or your peers' companies? Like has it made running the company, I guess, less of a challenge or like, you know, are you more... You have like more more endurance when it comes to these difficult tasks, like uh, on the desk, or like, what uh, what do you think it it kind of has helped uh, or affected the the process? Yeah, I think Survival Week is more like a self, like a personal journey for all of the attendees. For us, yeah, even though we have to work with a team, you know, there's a lot of like dramas within the team. I realized, you know, oh, the best no. way to lead a team or what's the best way to sort of like, you know, make a team succeed. Do you do we tell each other the goals? Those are things that help me improve my leadership within my team. Second is just personally, I just think that after survival week and thinking that I couldn't survive it and I actually survived it. I felt that there's really nothing in this world that I cannot achieve. Yeah, like, I, I literally <laughs> can't believe that yeah. I hike 70 eight miles in four days and it was hills it was and yeah it's i was like i was like wow like i did it and i did it with like no complaints no injuries i didn't give up at all i didn't you know i didn't cry <laughs> or whatever i was just like yeah this is like something that i can do yeah i mean i definitely get that sense from you like you have a lot of conviction in the company and in the product and, and like the future um where do you think that you get that conviction from is it like something you always had or like did you just develop it over time because i think with you know this industry and um technology companies in general there's like a lot of uh uncertainty right like mm -hmm. you know like are you gonna raise that money by the time that you want it or like is the customer gonna be a customer um by the expected like day right like so like all these like uncertainties like where do you get this strong sense of uh i think conviction? it's a, i oh sorry i think it's a combination of everything every experience and every aspect of my life that made me like yeah. just this like for example my mom that i like the the, the mom that because i have two moms <laughs> the mm -hmm. moms that raised me she's a very strong person and she's also entrepreneurial so she always 
she always finds ways to earn money. She always like try to like you know do entrepreneurial things. So that really inspired me to be an entrepreneur. I guess like even though she didn't really want me to be an entrepreneur, but <laughs> sort of like sublim like subliminally con- like told me to like okay this is actually fun. Um, and then like you know experiences in life. Yeah. Also like I'm Filipino. I moved here. I moved to Canada eight years ago. So that like sort of like view of like how life looks in the Philippines being in the province and seeing yeah. you know the people around and what the what what it is and then going outside of that small town to to Canada which is like a bigger a bigger city with more opportunities to like going to Silicon Valley you have like way bigger opportunities so it's just it's just like sort of like a i guess like a process of like me going to different I guess different seasons of my life and me just observing everything that goes with it and just like becoming better out of every season. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I think like I mean I'm I'm, I'm Filipino too, right? But like uh, I got lucky and was born and raised here, so the idea of uh, like immigrant lifestyle or like immigrant journey does you know make a lot of. Uh, I guess, yeah, it makes a lot of sense, and it's hard for yeah. anyone to understand, but everyone and has I, their own, own. I honestly feel like us Filipinos are have this, like, very unique work ethic. Hmm. I, I just I just feel that, like, I don't know, like, I, my, my family back home, we're, we're very middle class. Yeah. Um, we're not, like, in oh are you, are you okay yeah no, yeah, yeah sure. like we're, we're we're pretty middle class we didn't really have to struggle like going through but like even when i moved to canada i still have that work ethic of like okay i need to work hard i need to like make sure like i feel like it's just like part of our culture to like not take anything for granted and just like appreciate those things and i feel like that's also part of like why yeah you know we, yeah. we strive so hard <laughs> and and also the competitiveness I guess is like one thing as well as like okay I want I want to like do really well <laughs> for sure yeah and uh, I don't think I've met somebody with like that same background where like they came from the Philippines to Canada to make a company and then to here to make the company bigger right like that's do you know other people like yourself like with that kind of same no same I, I, <laughs> I don't know any much like Filipinos that are Honestly, in the same boat as me is where, like, they wanted to build a startup. I know a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of successful ones, but not in a very same boat like, as yeah, me. Yeah. Is, like, what, what I want to achieve and where I want to go in life and what I want to change. Yeah, I haven't. I hope I can meet some of them. Yeah, totally. Uh, a couple more things here, like, with uh, regard to Fly and Fetch and, and uh, I guess, yourself. Uh, how do you... How do you see, like, the next year unfolding for Fly and Fetch and, like, what's, like, the long-term vision here, like, the big, big uh, thing that you guys want to achieve? Yeah, I think that I'm, like, the, I think that with my Fly and Fetch team, we're really aiming to solve a very, very, very big problem that a lot of people are complaining about. So I think that there's also a huge opportunity for us to grow and for the vision itself I want us to be global. I want us to be, honestly, I want us to be the next unicorn um, in the shipping industry, in the logistics um, industry, and we're a long way there. But I think we're on our way, and we have a lot of people that believes and that really understand what we're trying to change and, and why there is a benefit to our platform. 
And so I think that next year we're just seeing growth, 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 which we always see every year in our company anyway. So yeah, there's just a lot of things going on. And and right now, because of COVID-19, it's just so hard to tell what specifically next year will look because right now our strategies are different due to we have to accommodate the travel the travel changes but the travel could change like literally in a few months or tomorrow and that would that would shift whatever Mm -hmm. we're doing but i have a very good team that understands that we have to change all the time and so i think that's that's what they can expect is that we're gonna keep changing (laughs) yeah 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 uh sure you want to take a quick break sure got a yeah, thanks for the help, Shelby. Yeah. <laughs> I need, we needed that. Um, I'm yeah. showing off my an Instagram skills here. Yeah, you Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about that a little bit? Like, outside of work, you're, you're kind of into photography and, like, fashion, right? Yeah. Um, outside of work, I do a lot of things, but mostly I love fashion, so I show most of my outfit if I have time to take pictures on Instagram. I do some of the TikTok, like, TikTok outfits as well. Um, yeah, and I, I'm a foodie, so I love to try different food. Sometimes I cook. I'm trying to learn to cook a lot of food dishes right now. And then I also love to paint. That, those, yeah. are cool, those are cool, like, uh, we call them side, like side hobbies, right? Like yeah, ones. it's fun. It's good to have an identity outside of your startup or work. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, have you noticed here, like, in Silicon Valley, I guess, maybe, like, meeting another, like, meeting other people that, like, work is, like, what everyone talks about and cares about compared to mm-hmm. other places? Um, I, I don't think I could say that. I don't think I have met uh-huh. way more people that are in the startup field. I honestly think it's the opposite. I feel like people here that I've met, maybe, um, they work during the weekday and then party really hard mm. in the, in, in, during the weekends, and I love that. I feel like... I, I, I love that. I think that that's something that Canada doesn't give me. <laughs> what, what happens in Canada? Like, or what's like the, the it's just very work, work, work. work. Really? And oh. I think it's mostly because of the weather. Like, you just don't want to go out and party. I mean, there's still oh, party there. Yeah. It's not like very, very big parties, and it's usually cold. So oh, okay. You don't want to, you know, like wear your, your short dresses, yeah, sure. and it's like minus 40. It's still going to be super cold. So. Oh, minus 40. That's... I don't know how I'd survive over there, but <laughs> um, okay. So a couple more things here. Uh, how how do you do you feel about being like a first time in the family founder when it comes to um, being an entrepreneur? Like, did do you think like that is something that um, you would want to change, or like would you? What do you mean? I think just like being a like you know how we were talking about like you're you're kind of blazing your own trail as a know a woman in, in in this field and like um i think like that that makes it extra difficult right like do you think like that the that you i don't know like i guess just what do you think about that being like I mean? sort of like inclusivity and and being a female founder is that what it is yeah, about? yeah, yeah. no yeah. i i think that it is definitely a challenge for someone who is first and foremost not blonde and not white mm-hmm. i mean there's just like literally like 
evidence that you know people if you're from here then you have more connections and it's sure. easier for yeah, you to yeah, raise yeah, yeah, yeah. um a lot of people trust you uh being young as well like people doesn't believe you or doesn't think that you have enough skills and being a woman as well like people just have you know there's still a stigma against being an entrepreneurial and a woman and mm-hmm. and just the barriers to like us women not being as successful as a man and and i think that that is changing right now there's a lot of women that are proving that it's not that's not the way to go and there's like a lot of ways to have everything um as well so for me i think i just focus on myself and focusing on like you know i'm gonna grow and when i when i meet someone or when when i encounter something where i think i'm being discriminated upon which happens definitely and i think it's also unconscious bias for people that just like ask different questions for a woman than they would ask for a man i just i just tell myself you know (laughs) one day you're gonna come back and you're gonna say i was wrong about you and i think that it i think that that's that's literally the best thing for us Mm -hmm. to do as women is like just to keep being successful and supporting each other so that the more successful woman there is the more they change their mind about us yeah definitely Mm -hmm. yeah uh, just getting back into that, like, what do you think also keeps you and, I guess, the team motivated during, you know, like, such a big obstacle, like, a uh, travel restrictions or... I think that having two other co-founders, we sort of pull each other yeah. up. Um, you know, we're, we're sort of like, okay, if I'm down, then I have two other co-founders that I need to get back to and honestly yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah. the same thing is like if they're down then like they, they're scared of me i'm scary hmm. but like for me it's like okay well i have a team i have to feed them i can't just like sulk here and, and give up and so that's like one thing that's very important um second is that i really focus on myself like that's something that i learned very very recently like before i'm i'm such a workaholic i probably get out of the house at six and then go home at 11 and i work all day like without here, sleep. you just go across the street not here um like before like yeah. um, maybe like a year ago and and i would like often experience burnout and i i, I realized that i miss so much of my life like i i couldn't enjoy things because i just want to work 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 and and it wasn't really something that i wanted as a lifestyle and so i just decided to like you know i'll focus on myself i'll I'll exercise i'll eat well and i'll spend time with friends and i'll party (laughs) and just have that balance to say that you know i'm still a human being yeah totally and having that and then going back on a monday and be like okay let's do this i'm i'm in the right mindset and i'm not depressed or anything and have (laughs) the right like (laughs) hormones in my brain let's let's get to it And and i encourage my team to do the same way and so just like yeah like reversing that principle that like you know the hardest working person like you don't really have to do that you just need to balance and just like make sure that you prioritize yourself before you push yourself out there you're right yeah yeah i think just so, like that's uh, such an interesting like topic but uh maybe going back into the conversation yesterday we were discussing like back in high school you went to like a really top tier high school and uh, you had mentioned like you didn't necessarily like, cite yourself as like the smartest in the class. Like with that being said, like uh, what do you think? Like there was like something I guess not genetically, but I guess just maybe mindset wise that um, made you get into entrepreneurship rather than um, like a traditional route where it was like stable paced every work. 
Yeah, no, I think... Yeah, like, it, it's it's really funny how, like... Because maybe, I'm like, not. retrospect, like, you'd see, like, someone, like, at a company, right, and it's, like, a stable job and a stable income. And, like, that seems like the rational choice for, like, anyone, right? But, like, um, I guess, you know, you took the route less traveled here. Like, what do you think made made that happen? Or, like, you know, just... Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think that it's my calling to be in business I, I think mm-hmm. I just think it is it's it's very interesting for me and I'm not in it for money I love making money like it's very addictive like once yeah, yeah. your startup <laughs> is making money they just like want to make more money and more money and it's it's such a good concept but I'm, I'm really into it because it, for me it's so fun like oh wow like I'm making money I'm seeing like growth I'm seeing mountains in my in my projections and I think that since I was, as I told yeah. you yesterday, since I was eight, I have been <laughs> selling things like eight. Like I'm, I'm selling like candies. Like I make candies at home, sell it to my friends, um, and then, and then I think at sixteen, I import things from Korea to the Philippines and sell it to people, and 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 I'm just doing that because like it's a good side hassle, but mostly because I just enjoy the the act of being in business and uh-huh. so i think that it's just my calling that i i am like in business and and i just love doing it yeah that's that's really interesting i think like a lot of people would love to i guess feel the same way but i think there's just such a variety of people that like business is they find find it hard to to have fun with it right like it's just more of a yeah, and I think it's also, like, the risk. Yeah, sure. Or, like, some of the people are, like, very risk-averse. Yeah. And they just feel comfortable not being in a risky side. Where for me, no. Like, I'm just, like, I don't care if, like... I, it's, I'm just such, such a, like, a risk-taker. I'm like, yeah, let's let's do it. Like, I feel like there's nothing they can strip up for me anyway. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it's either, like... I feel like when you're in the point where, like, you're, you've hit rock bottom, and I think I have... Um, in my life and you just like you know what like there's only one way to go and it's up and and that's where I want to go and I've also like explored being working for other people and I didn't really like it I didn't like that you know I think I have so much talent in me and I think I can make an impact for an organization and then I work for someone and you don't get that get that credit you don't get like you have great ideas but they don't listen to it because they think you're young. They think you're new, and so that really made me unhappy. Cause like I just want to innovate. I just want to like implement this new ideas. I'm, I love to learn. I love to listen to people. And having my own company, it's like okay, yeah. guys. Like I talked. Like I've, I've had this idea. Let's do it tomorrow. And it's just like that. And that's the face that we are right now with the technology with exponential. You just want to keep changing, keep changing, changing, changing. It's like everyone like when your competitor wants to copy your platform they're too late because you already changed like so many times no, yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. i feel like that's the, that's that's a that's a key right now to success like succeeding mm-hmm. maybe as a person or also as like a company as well right yeah for sure mm-hmm. um a couple things here left uh what would you say you love about entrepreneurship slash how would you define your own startup mindset Oh, I like that question. <laughs> How do I de- define yeah, entrepreneurship? Like, you know, yeah, I think of. entrepreneurship is a roller coaster ride. <laughs> There's highs and lows, but mm-hmm. mostly at the end of it, you're just you're gonna tell everyone it's fun. Yeah, I mean that's for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh my god, it's so fun. Um, but yeah, I feel like 
entrepreneurship I, 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 I it's hard to to say it but yeah I think for me that's it and I feel like ha- being in a roller coaster ride is fun for me I think it's challenging I love challenges and I love solving problems and that's what you do in entrepreneurship is just keep sol- solving problems every day and my startup mindset is definitely just say yes go um, I just yeah. Say, yeah, let's do it. Uh, like honestly, that's my 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 most common um, word that, that's come from my mouth is like, yeah, let's do it. You know, cool. let's let's do it. Whatever it is, let's do it. And people are like, oh my god, you're you're really interested. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Like you have no idea where it gets you when you just say, let's do it. Um, true, yeah, true. And and like, oh wow, like we're actually here. We're we're doing it. But it's just like trying and not like saying no is is one thing that you should to like the world mm-hmm. is filled with opportunities that's so so um what do you call it i guess that's like a really way w- good way to say it that that yeah th- it really is um uh, i was gonna ask you now uh i kind of forgot um there's like a oh, lot yeah, of yeah, mindset yeah, yeah that's true <laughs> yeah yeah that's true uh, I, I mean you studied entrepreneurship back in like uh university right Mm-hmm. Like when you studied it, did you think it'd be like this or like what? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Um, yeah. Like I went to university and I said, I want to build my own company. So I need to be my, my career goal is either to be a CEO of my own company wow. or to be a CEO of a multi-billion dollar or million dollars company. And that was my career path. So, yeah. yeah. Did, did you, did that also like kind of like that kind of put you in that direction to 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 be your own entrepreneur right like not not just yeah I, I mean like i always tell like people that i meet that like while well, i was in college i know that i'm going to be ceo and mm. i know that i will be one and they would ask me yeah what kind of business and i'm like i don't know i just i just know that i'm going to be one i'm going to tell you when i'm ready and so all throughout my university life i didn't know what business it is, I just know that I'm going to be a CEO until the right business idea came yeah. to me, and I'm like, it's the mo- this is the moment, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, I don't think I've met too many people like that. Really. Oh, yeah. they don't, and they don't, like, kind of explain it that way, but, yeah, I think that's really I, cool. I would but say, like, I am, like, a visionary. Like, I, I just envision my life ahead of time, and I just... Basically, I just say like, okay, five years from now. For example, right now, yeah, yeah. where I'm, I am, I already know what I'm, where, where I'm going. I know what I look like, how my life looks <laughs> like. Five yeah. years from now, I don't know how to get there, hmm. but I know that's where I'm going. And so, every decision that I make needs to contribute into me yeah. getting closing to closer to that dream. And I think that that's me. It's like I just vision myself, and that also like helps with the inspiration. It's like, well, wow. you know, this is where we want to go, so let's just keep doing this, and it For gets sure. we, we'll get there. Yeah, that's that's really great. Uh, one, one, one more simple things here is, what advice would you give to your twenty year old self now that you kind of brought up the past and kind of like now you're? <laughs> oh, what advice would I get to my twenty year old self? Um, just keep doing what you're doing. Hmm. I think I was in the right path when I was 20 years old so (laughs) did you read like I guess like one more thing or the last thing we ask is uh what uh books or resources have uh helped helped in this uh, whole experience so I listen to a lot of podcasts um I love TED Talks technology so that gives me like new technology um I listen to 
the School of Greatness podcast as well. Oh, yeah. Um, sort of like they interview like great people and leadership skills and all of that. Um, but yes. most of the time, I'm not like much of a reader because I it's just not like how I learn. I love to watch yeah. shows and, and all of that. So I just honestly talk to a lot of people and learn from them like if i have a problem I, I ask them like okay like for example right now i'm like okay i need to build a tech team and i would like contact like a person that i know and then just listen to them right away so sort of like an actual practical learning is like what i prefer wow but yeah. yeah that's my that's my that's my tip is like the best way to learn is to ask people who've gone through the same process that's awesome uh last thing here like how do people Join or how do people be a part of Flying Fetch as a traveler or how can they get involved? Yes, yeah, so for Flying Fetch, if you want to be a traveler, we give free flight tickets to international destination, and now we're trying to test um, some of the domestic de- destinations as well. This is not a scam; it's actually yes, legit. Um, people are like, are, "Are you sure?" Like, no, yes, we're we're giving free flight tickets. Um, just go to our website www.flyandfetch.com and it applies the traveler. You can also see our routes at letsfetch.ca. And if you are sending packages to some of our shipping destination, you also go to the same website www.flyandfetch.com. Um, we are also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. So you can just go fly and fetch. It's very straightforward. Fly and fetch. Sweet. Yeah, I love it. That's yeah. awesome. Um, I guess that was it. And then, uh, yeah, that, no, that was it. Let me Perfect. Thank you very much.